Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Today, headaches and migraines, the natural solution. Because i got to tell you, if you're listening to anything or unless you're in a cave, uh, the psychotic nature of our society, okay, this will give you a headache. So let's start off. In, in, if you can go back to John F. Kennedy's inaugural address, I think he said some pertinent things in there that we are forgetting. I mean, if you're okay with this being the new normal of where everyone is wearing masks, you can't congregate with more people, you can't touch anyone, you can't sit in a restaurant, and this is the new normal, and then having the businesses shut down, you might not want to listen to this one. Uh, But we are going to go over the anatomy, the physiology, and the neurology of what causes headaches, because obviously, if you're dependent on the government to take care of you or the hospitals, they are not going to do a good job. Uh, Quote, we dare not forget today that we were heirs of that first revolution. Uh, Let the word go forth from this time and place to friend and foe alike that the torch has been passed to a new generation of Americans. Born in the century, tempered by war, disciplined by hard, bitter peace, proud of our ancient heritage, and unwilling to witness or permit the slow undoing of those human rights to which this nation has always been committed, and to which we are committed today at home and around the world. Let every nation know, whether it wishes us well or ill, we shall pay the price, any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and success of liberty. This we pledge and more. Wow. I mean, if that doesn't stir your soul. And this is, this is, was a leader. Okay, so now we need this coming back. Because if you're getting sucked into this where you have to do this and you don't have to do that, um, and you're not able to do this, no, we got to take back our freedoms. Now, according to Forbes, this came out a couple of days ago, 600 physicians um, say lockdowns were a mass mass casualty incident. What do they mean by that? I mean, you you have these psychotic people that have no clue at the finances of our world, and they're saying, if shutting down businesses saved just one life, you know, is is that worth it to, you know, be late on your bills? Well, let's let's just see what they say. Uh, according to uh, Simon Gold, emergency medicine specialist. Now, 600 physicians signed this. Suicide hotline phone calls have increased 600 percent. Okay, and and we're looking at just talking health screenings. Um, 150,000 per month Americans would go through to find problems. In fact, patients are fearful now of going to hospital and doctor's offices. And, and this is crazy, but you figure heart attacks being treated in nine U.S. hospitals has dropped by 40%. Why? Because people are afraid to go to the, the doctor. I mean, if you think about this, millions of casualties will be will be caused by the shutdown and they're going to be hiding in plain sight they'll be called alcoholism homeless suicide attack stroke kidney failure in kids 
It'll be caused, uh, caused by unemployment or financial instability or drug addiction, unplanned pregnancies, poverty, abuse. And now, um, and and I I loved Dr. Marilyn Singleton. It is a brilliant article out of Forbes. Quote. We cannot let this disease change the U.S. from a free, energetic society to a society of broken souls dependent on government handouts. She blogs about the huge damage the virus reaction is doing to the fabric of our society. You see this? It's not the virus. It's the government reaction to the virus. You know, at first they said it's going to kill 2 million people. Well, 2.8 million people die in this country every year no matter what, virus or no virus. Okay, and so, you know, the response of causing this devastation, and and think of it now, We had a, I had a patient call me up this past weekend, and they had a relative, never been in to see me, but a young guy, and he had a stroke, and they were wondering uh, if, his brain could come back because he was on life support. And so I talked to him. I told him a couple of things they could do. And they told me, no, they can't be with him. Okay, and I said, well, what do you mean? They won't let them in the room. Now, listen to this quote by Jane Orient, okay, Executive Association of American Physicians and Surgeons. And i got to tell you, I've seen some of the things she's written. She is brilliant. Quote, even patients who do get admitted to a hospital, say for a heart problem, are prisoners no one can be with them. Visitation is rare. Um, Single-story hospitals, they can have an outside through closed windows. Uh, trying to get permission to go to the window, you have to make an appointment. Only one group or two per day. Put a mask on, get your temperature taken, have a visitor's badge, wear the proper color of the day. This is crazy. It's defecting patient morale, everything. And so what are the results of it? Well, uh, nine states refuse to impose lockdowns, and they actually have less death rates than most of the other states. And uh, so what is the effect of this? This whole point is to make, um, make the point that under physical, chemical, or emotional stress, your body responds, and, and it's to the overall system. This is out of Archives of Internal Medicine. A th- the title of the article is The Effects of Acute Psychological Stress on Serolipin Levels. Uh, we're talking hemoconcentration and blood viscosity. Uh, it turns out that mental stress increases um, serum lipid concentrations or, or cholesterol and hemostatic or, or movement, okay, and blood viscosity. It thickens it because the body is getting ready for battle. So does this mean when you hear this stuff um, that, that the body, the blood, is responding to these stressors, thickening up? Absolutely. And there was a brilliant article in British Medical Journal, and this is just a few years ago, uh, quote, antidepressants and non-struggle anti-inflammatory combo linked to brain bleed risk. Brain bleed risk is called a stroke. Now, this was hugely important because now, with suicides on the rise, uh, doctors are getting, they're giving prescriptions for these antidepressants and non anti-inflammatories like candy because they can't do an exam on them because they're afraid to come in. So they're doing this virtual or online doctoring, 
uh, well, that's a dangerous combination. Now, when we look at our, our human population, we know that before this COVID crazy, uh, 60% of our adults, that's 60% of our adults in this country had a chronic illness or disease. 54% of our children, 40% of our adults, okay, so we're talking about 100, 100 million people, had a chronic illness or injury. And so we have to change this. We know that our population was racked with high blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, cancer, arthritis, hepatitis. I mean, just crazy. Um, there was a brilliant article out of MedPage, and this was June last year. Get this, de-prescribing to reduce dementia. Now, when we're talking brain function, what do kind of drugs do people take for it? Well, non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, Advil, Motrin, Aleve, you know, and they go on to, you know, all the, the different ones. Well, those drugs cause a thickening of the blood and increased risk of stroke. Now, that's a brain bleed. Well, also, these drugs um, have a 50%, think of this, cholinergenic drugs. Now, these are drugs... Um, that you can take for COPD, for asthma, motion sickness, um, muscle relaxants. I mean, all this whole class of drugs. If you've been taking it for three years or more, you have a 50% increase in dementia. And we know that medication-induced mitochondrial damage, brilliant article back in 2008. So this is medication-induced, and I'll just read a short list of some of the things that it causes schizophrenia, bipolar, Alzheimer's dementia, Parkinson's, chronic fatigue, hepatitis C, um, <laughs> liver issues, uh, cirrhosis, fibromyalgia. I mean, it goes on to state that the medications that cause this are analgesics such as acetaminophen and many others. So we really need to take a look at this. Um, it's really, when you're looking at brain function, Stuff that breaks brain function down is going to be medications, MSG, glyphosates or herbicides, pesticides, uh, chemicals such as Purell and sunscreen, and vaccines. Damage and breakdown, they have neurotoxins. Things that build up the body. Movement, that means that if you get movement, you stimulate this area in the back of the brain called um, the cerebellum, and that controls the frontal lobe. So anxiety, stress, depression, all are helped by movement. Healthy fats, mental exercises such as reading or memorization, aerobic exercise, fantastic, plant-based diet and deep sleep, all of which is not being done by today. Now, let's just look at the brain because the brain weighs around two and a half to three pounds. It's 73% water. It burns, so think of that, 73% water. So if you're dehydrated, um, would more water help the brain? Absolutely. It burns 30% of the body's calories, and 25% of all the cholesterol in your entire body is in the brain. Think of that next time you take a statin drug. And 20% in this little two, two to three pound brain burns 20% of your total overall oxygen. It's amazing. Now, the facts on headaches and migraines, 93% are cervicogenic or come from the neck. 
Okay, and now this is the tension headaches, the sinus headaches, the referred trigger point headaches, the most common. 7%, or actually 6.9% of all headaches are from toxicities. Medications, uh, alcohol, dehydration, drugs, hugely important. And one-tenth of 1% are from tumors or other causes. Now, we're going to go over really, really simple solutions. And we're talking for um, a sinus headache. Now, there's certain things that you can do, but basically to identify with it, you're going to put one hand on the back of your head, one hand on the front of the head, and squeeze. So you squeeze your head together. And just a little bit, just, just a, you know, three, four pounds of pressure. And what you're doing, if that decreases or increases the symptoms, you shouldn't notice any change, really. Uh, that means that your sinuses are, are a contributing factor. And I'll see a lot of people that were misdiagnosed with migraines um, that, that have a sinus issue. Now, also, it's not just the sinuses. People with leaky gut are going to have hypersensitive sinuses. And so um, looking at all the causative factors of just sinus, plus uh, if you have compromised nerve supply to the sinuses. Think of this. Uh, has your arm ever fallen asleep? Yeah, sure, everybody's has. What's it feel like when it starts coming back? It's all pins and needly. That's because when you partially compromise a nerve, it increases its function. So that pins and needly thing, um, imagine if that was the sinuses. So now the sinuses, which were normal before, are going to react abnormally to temperature changes, um, dust particles, cat dander, and then they'll label you with some type of allergy. Um, now, migraines are the second one. Now, migraines, you have to get an x-ray, and you're going to see a loss of curve, forward head carriage, something. There's going to be some type of abnormality there. Then you look at, and the abnormality can be corrected. Now, you've got to be careful because a lot of medications that they give for migraines actually have a rebound effect where it bounces back and causes the same symptom it's designed to treat. Uh, also, you have to look at, uh, well, here, let's go through it. Number one thing, when we look at uh, uh, headaches or migraines, we're going to take a picture of the neck and typically a lateral and a frontal cervical. Now, one thing that we're going to be seeing is, is if we see dental cavitations or heavy metal poisoning and figure what a cavitation is. In this country, when they pull a tooth, they pretty much just pull a tooth and give you an antibiotic. However, that can leave the ligament that holds the tooth in place and can create a subclinical infection called a cavitation. And that's, that's bad because that can poison the body. And that poisoning can lead to headache-like symptoms. So I'm going to show a couple of um, examples of what a normal neck is and what an abnormal neck is. But there was a really brilliant article at the Yukunsku Yil University in Turkey. And this was from May 2013. I know it sounds odd, but, but listen to this one. The title of the article, uh, tr Levels of Trace Elements in Heavy Metals in Patients with Acute Migraine Headaches. And sure enough, they found cadmium, iron, manganese, and lead okay, in people that have migraines. And they found deep decreased copper, magnesium, and zinc. 
And so what does that mean? That means that if you have um, low stomach acid, it's hard for you to absorb minerals. So if you're under stress, that means you're producing less stomach acid. And that means that these people are not able to absorb the magnesium, which is essential, the zinc, which is essential. And in fact, without minerals, you can't utilize the vitamins. And then we know um, glyphosates. And this is something unusual that it's sprayed on all the wheat products that we have now. And, it, you know, of course, on most of the genetically modified has this uh, glyphosate added to it. Now, glyphosate is an herbicide. Okay, but it was originally patented as a mineral chelator. So that means if we're looking at mineral or deficiencies, glyphosate could absolutely be a corrective or a causative factor. Now, when we're looking at the structure of the neck, the brain doesn't stop at the skull. There's an oblong section of the brain that extends the top portion of the neck. And how do you say um, in the middle and it's oblong? you say medulla oblongata, and that's the cardiac and respiratory center. So what we'll see on x-ray, we'll actually see if that top bone of the neck is twisted or turned. Then we know that this person's cardiac or respiratory or stress response could absolutely be from that area. Now, uh, we're also going to go over what a normal curve in the neck and what an abnormal curve in the neck and how to really assess it. And it's, it is pretty interesting because when you're looking at the structure, and one of the reasons that a lot of medical doctors don't look at the structure is because they can't fix it. And, you know, why would you even identify something and tell your patients, wow, you've got loss of curve, degeneration, pressure on the brainstem, but we can't fix it, here's a drug. I know, it's a crazy system, but that's why we're going through and changing society so we can build a better one. <clears throat> so I'm going to give you a couple of tricks. Number one trick is for an eye strain headache. Now, the way your eyes work, your pupils are going to dilate, and that means the intrinsic muscles inside of the eye are relaxed with a constrict for close and if it's bright. So if you're staring at a bright screen, hour after hour, your eyeballs, or if you're looking at something close, are going to be constricted. And that can fatigue out your, your brain, your eyes. And that can cause an eye strain headache. So here's the greatest thing that you could do. What you do is you cover your eyes so it's super, super dark. And then, and I typically cup your hands and cover your eyes, and then Open your eyes while it's still cupped and dark and try and focus in on your hands. So now it's going to be dark. Trying to focus in, your pupils are going to dilate to try and let more air or light in. And so that dilation is causes a relaxing of the intrinsic muscles of the eyes. And you only got to do it for around 20 to 30 seconds. But it is fantastic. You'll feel a warm glow. So just, just sit there, cover your eyes so it's super, super dark. Then keep it dark. Open your eyes and try and focus in on the inside of your hands. You're going to feel your eyes literally relax. And you can do this for 20 to 30 seconds and then go back out and get back to work. But make sure that you are looking at your structure first. So now for sinus headaches, we already know that you can 
put pressure on the back, pressure on the front, and if that if you notice a difference, you're actually equalizing the pressure. So what to do? Well, number one, get adjusted. You got to restore the nerve supply and blood supply to that area. But also, if you've had chronic sinusitis, the facial bones actually move. I know what you're saying. No, wait. We were told in school that they're fused. Okay, I'm going to show you how they move, and there's a little trick for you. Rest your finger on the on the very edge of the nose, on the, on the where it leaves the frontal bone, which is the forehead. So put it right on the edge of the forehead and right on the first part of the nose. And then you're just resting it there. Now lift up or put your tongue on the hard palate and push up and then relax and push up and relax. And you'll literally feel that area move. Sure enough, the facial bones do move. Now you need to find a chiropractor that's skilled in facial adjustments because they are literally going to be moving the facial bones around because if a sinus has been impacted for a long time, it can actually distort the facial bones. So you've got to get it adjusted. Spicy foods are some of the best things in the world because they vasodilate, they open up the blood vessels. So spicy foods will help, and it also helps thin the mucus that is impacted in the sinuses. And remember, your brain is 73% water, so drinking more water will help, and it will also thin out the mucus. And try fresh pineapple for a sinus headache. works fantastically well. Now, um, for a stress headache, think of this. You've got postural muscles and phasic muscles. The postural muscles are muscles that run on either side of the spine that you don't have conscious control over. And so this is the type of headache that comes from loss of curve in the neck, forward head carriage, or some type of trauma in the past. And that's going to trigger the muscles to fire, fire off on a consistent basis. And that constant increased tone decreases how those joints move, and that's where you get the cervicogenic headache. And so you've really got to look at your posture. And we're going to go through a number of different patients who had poor abnormal posture, the body's been thrown forward. I mean, there there is a lot of structural and neurologic changes that occur if loss occurs in the neck. And there's so many simple things you could do. Now, number one, make sure that you get an x-ray by a chiropractor before you start doing some of these because we have to identify if there's a reverse curve, some of these exercises might be too aggressive for you. If there's a loss of curve, it's going to be okay for you. Um, but one of them, it, we use this small, and I get a little bit of pipe insulation around with a uh, vinyl strap going through. And you're going to pull down with about two pounds of pressure. It goes around the back half of your neck, and your hands are touching your chest. So it seats right at the base of the neck. Then you look up for a few seconds, then look straight ahead. And when you look straight ahead, you relax the pressure. So you're doing these intermittent pressure where you're forcing your chin up and down. Now, discs get their nutrients through movement. So any type of movement you get along a normal range of motion can fill those discs up with fluid, and that takes the pressure off of that neck. Also, cayenne pepper. The active ingredient is called capsaicin. And they actually have cayenne pepper pills. Now, this is fantastic because 
it literally opens up and vasodilates. It reduces the pain signals. And in fact, 33 studies have found that capsaicin works better than a placebo, even for cluster headaches. So cayenne pepper is absolutely fantastic. But realize that under physical, chemical, or emotional stress, and we are in a society right now with physical, chemical, and emotional stress, uh, that that this causes your body to to change even the blood itself. Because remember, that chronic pain, stress, what does it do? It increases blood viscosity. So when we look at blood viscosity, what it, that means is that red blood cells should be beautiful, healthy, and running around. Under stress, they start to stick together. They start to clump together. And that's a bummer because you're talking, if those red blood cells are clumped together, the body can't uh, hold healthy oxygen. And so this gets really, really bad. So what we have to do is change the world. We've got to change your stress level and literally change the blood. Now, I'm going to bring up a couple of um, articles on, on patients. And, and, I mean, I'm going to show you how. Um, let, let's just say, how would you like to see arthritis reversal? That would be pretty cool, yes? I know, I know. It's totally cool. Well, that's what we're going to go over, because I'm going to show you arthritis reversal, what arthritis looks like, and what it looks like when it goes away. Um, I thought you'd like that. And so uh, I love to use the old Voltaire quote, doctors are men who prescribe medicines of which they know little to cure diseases in which they know less in human beings whom they know nothing. Absolutely. If you're taking a drug, okay, for, think of this, constipation, high blood pressure, diabetes, cholesterol, or depression, those are stress responses. You can't drug a stress response. You have to look at what causes them. And in fact, according to the Journal of Head Face Pain on May 2008, they say headache drugs can give you a headache. It's actually called medication overuse headaches. And it, it's, it's crazy because these were researchers at Princeton, and they found that the medication overuse headache um, was, I mean, huge, huge. You're talking more than 60% of the headaches are caused by, by dangerous toxic substance that are given by doctors to decrease um, the discomfort. I know it seems crazy to take a drug, that causes the symptom it's designed to treat without correcting the problem. But that's the crazy medical world that's actually out there. So what we need to do is take charge of our health and realize that there is physical, chemical, and emotional stressors. Physical structures are identified on x-rays and stress x-rays. Uh, we also use, in our office, uh, full body thermography, we use light blood cell analysis, we use a neurologic check, I mean everything. Uh, we also, um, what's the other stress? Chemical. And the solution for chemical stress, number one thing, find the poisoning agent. Is it the dental toxicities? Is it diet? Is it medications? Well, whatever is poisoning you, 
find out if you've been poisoned by vaccines, say in the military, which we've seen, I mean, some serious damage from those military vaccines, you might want to do oral chelation or IV chelation or sauna. And then when you're looking at emotional stress, because we have physical, chemical, and emotional, emotional stress, there are actually um, actions that you can do, such as stimulating that cerebellum. This is cross-crawl. It's as simple, simple as going walking barefoot in the sand, the wet sand, or the grass. It could be as simple as deep breathing will help the emotional aspect. Um, <clears throat> neurolinguistic programming, which is reprogramming your brain to get on a more healthy basis. It seems too simple, but the solutions are there because it is a problem, and you can fix this. So when you're confronted with a headache, find a doctor, and, and forget headache, when you're confronted with a health challenge, do not take the old route that it's hereditary or it runs in my family. Okay, forget that. Your, your, your body is designed for health. You're designed to live on this planet. I, I mean, if you look at the simplest things, there was a brilliant article that talked about how one serving of fresh fruit a day can cut your risk of cancer, hardening the arteries, heart attacks, diabetes, Crohn's disease, Alzheimer's, I mean, every of these. Why? Because one serving of fresh fruit has bioflavonoids and nutrients. You're designed to live on this planet. What the people in authority are trying to tell you now is to live in fear, be afraid of your neighbor, be afraid of the disease, be afraid of everything, be so afraid that you, you lose your job and can't work. No. Let's take back our health and realize that your body gives symptoms for a reason. Those symptoms are clues that the body isn't functioning correctly. You find the underlying problem, fix that, and then you body, your body returns to health. It's that simple. You're made in the image and likeness of God. This is Dr. John Bergman. God bless you, and I love you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.